Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. This is Season 8, Episode 8. I'm your host, Edub, talking about another Hawks game tonight down at State Farm Arena. Atlanta Hawks took on the Detroit Pistons, and uh, it was business as usual, man. Business as usual for the Hawks. Get a good home win, some good home cooking. Uh, Hawks get the dub 122-104. We're going to discuss all the bells and whistles, takeaways from the game tonight. Uh, We were in the building, and uh, just a good win for the Hawks, man. A good win for the Hawks. Um, as usual, if you're new to the show, um, we're going to give some fan feedback, some um, some quotes from after the game. You see what the coach and uh, some of the players had to say. And uh, we're just going to break it down like we break it down. You dig? <laughs> first things first, um, let's get rid of just some housekeeping. Uh, a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us via our social media uh, Twitter and Instagram. Our uh, uh, name is at HawksBeat. That's all one word. You don't got to separate it. No underscore, just HawksBeat. And that's going to be us. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you keep up with us because that is how we get a lot of our content out. Uh, make sure that you uh, swing by the swing by the website. Show us, show our, show our partners and our sponsors some love. The website is the T-H-E hawksbeat.com that's the hawksbeat.com and uh you'll find everything there man so make sure y'all swing there swing by there and check us out as uh is the custom like all if you listen to podcasts listen i listen to podcasts all day don't tell anybody at work but listen to podcasts all day and everybody asks you the same thing make sure you subscribe to the podcast go ahead and shoot us the five stars we would greatly appreciate it greatly appreciate it it really helps us out in the podcast community. So, um, tonight we had the Detroit Pistons come into town. And uh, this is the first of um, four. No, first of three. First of three. 
Uh, Hawks and Pistons will play three times this season, um, just like they did last season. Hawks got the better of the Pistons last season. Uh, they were 2-1 and one against the Pistons, uh, winning both home games. But uh, tonight, it was, the Hawks, it was the Hawks' turn, man. It was the Hawks' night. And um, both teams coming off a loss. Detroit is a very scrappy team. I'll just say that. In the uh, the pregame press conference, Nate McMillan said that. You know, he was like, look, this is a very scrappy team. And they scrapped, man. They scrapped for about two and a half. <laughs> now, let me, let, me, let me not lie. They scrapped into that third quarter. They scrapped into the third quarter. But the third quarter, it was pretty much um, reality set in. <laughs> right? Reality set in. Trey went crazy third quarter. And, uh, you know, it, it was just if you're a Hawks fan, it was just a very good, a very good game to watch uh, in the third quarter. First half, it wasn't really wasn't much to, <laughs> wasn't much to see there. But uh, nevertheless. Uh, all right. So going into the game, you had um, Gallo uh, was going to be out again. Of course, the Congo is still um, recovering. Um, DeAndre Hunter was out tonight. Uh they were, they didn't give a lot of detail. They just said he was had some non COVID related sickness, right? So nowadays, when you're sick, you just gotta let folks know that hey, man, it's not COVID. I'm just a little sick. <laughs> so he wasn't feeling his best. So um, Kevin Herter got the start in his stead, and um, I'll talk about that in just a moment. On the Detroit side, they were missing their best player, which was Jamie Grant. And there was no Cade Cunningham, the first overall pick in the NBA draft. So that is a big part of what they want to do. The Hawks went in as 10.5-point favorites. Once um, it was announced that Jeremy Grant was not playing, that number moved to like 11.5. And And I I think our guy Brad, shout out to our guy Brad, the host of Locked on Hawks podcast, Brad always, you know, tweets the numbers and tweets the lines and stuff like that. And he tweeted it, and I was just like, yo, that's easy money. <laughs> easy money. Like, I'm, I'm not a betting guy, right? But if I was a betting guy, I would have put all that money on the Hawks tonight to cover that 10 and a half. That's a big number. But, uh, yeah, I would have put my money on the Hawks covering tonight because Detroit's just not a good basketball team. Yes, they were scrappy, but it was just a matter of time until reality set in and uh, the Hawks did what they had to do. Um, as far as Hawks news, um, the only article that I have uh, that's that I would suggest for good reading is our guy Chris Kirshner did a piece with Tony Ressler. Um, again, if you don't have an athletic subscription, well worth the money. Listen, well worth the money. Um, I hit Chris up, told him, hey, man. Great piece and uh, just a good um, read talking about Tony Wrestler. Just talking about, and Tony was just talking about how he sees uh, this Hawks team fitting within the scope of Atlanta. He, Tony's very long term thinking, uh, very long term thinking. He wants Atlanta to be a destination place for free agents. And Tony's in this for the long haul, man. I, I really like a lot of the things the Wrestler group has done. Big fan of Tony Wrestler, man. Good guy. Um, they do just yeoman's work in the community outside of just, you know, the basketball product. It speaks for itself. But 
they do a lot of work in the community that I'm just a, a huge fan of. But that's for another podcast. But salute to salute to Tony Wrestler. Uh, if you have an athletic subscription, go by and read that. Um, again, before we get into this game, um, Kevin Herter got the start. A lot of folks want to see Cam getting the start. I really have no problem with Kevin Herter getting the start. Uh, I like the fact that he's keeping Cam on that second unit. Let him run that second unit. Don't disturb the ecosystem, right? I know it's uh, just a two-game sample size. Um, I thought he played decent tonight. It, I don't think he was as good as the first two games, but I thought he had a really decent game. I'm um, talking about Cam, but, um, yeah, just leave Cam in that environment, man. Leave him with that second unit and let him flourish, man. Let him flourish in that second unit. And uh, Kevin can, can – and that's, that's the good thing about the depth – that the Hawks have. You have a guy like you can just throw in Kevin in there to that starting unit because Kevin is no stranger to starting ball games. You know, the chemistry is something that, you know, it's probably going to have to be worked out with Kevin and um, Trey and Bogey. But uh, I thought they were fine. I didn't think they were great, but hey, it's the third game of the season. You know what I mean? Like, we're not, we not going to be over here splitting hairs. But yeah. Um, what we're going to do now is take a quick break. Second segment, we're going to dissect this game. We're going to jump into it, talk takeaways. We're going to look a little bit of the numbers, the game flow, all the details, what we saw from the game from our vantage point. And uh, that's going to be in our second segment. Third segment, we're going to hear some fan feedback. We're going to hear uh, some quotes, some uh, general takeaways. We're going to look at uh, the calendar and all that good stuff, man. Y'all know how we get down. So you're listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode eight of season eight. I'm your host, Edub. We'll be right back after this. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's Edub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean. So head over to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT for 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Once again, that promo code is HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. She'll be glad you did. All right, folks, welcome back. This is the HAWKSBEAT Podcast, Episode 8, Season 8. I'm your host, Ida, back again. Uh, talking about a Hawks victory, man. Hawks get Hawks get it done against the Detroit Pistons, one twenty two to one oh four. So let's jump into this game and uh, dissect it a little bit. Um, the first quarter, first quarter was definitely forgettable basketball. 
<laughs> Definitely forgettable basketball. Um, Hawks jump out to a 15-3 lead out the gate. Deep, I mean, the, 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 the starting five that looked decent in the beginning. Um, once you started having the subs come in, and I'm, I'm not saying that, that this is an indictment on the second team. It was just that was the group that struggled, right? So toward the end of the quarter, you had guys who were um, just missing a whole bunch of shots. Um, in that quarter, the Hawks had six turnovers, and they did not finish the half out very good. Didn't finish the half out very good. Cam actually uh, hit a crazy three-pointer <laughs> from like uh, – 26, 28 feet at as time expires. And so Hawks, even though they're not playing that well, you still have a 10-point lead, right? So I don't know if that's indicative of the Hawks or indicative or of the Detroit Pistons. Whatever the case, that's what it was. Hawks had a 10-point lead after the half, I mean, after the first quarter, and it was it was less than thrilling basketball. As far as the rotations are concerned, again, we saw that Kevin Herter got the start, and again, I said in the first segment, I was cool with Kevin getting the start. I was cool with, with keeping Cam on the bench. I know some folks want to see Cam. Uh, it's always fun seeing Solomon Hill tweets <laughs> from Hawks Twitter because y'all be going in on Solo, man. I ain't even going to hold y'all, man. Y'all really be going in on Solo. But uh, y'all need to let that man live, man. Solo was the first guy off the bench tonight. Uh, <laughs> it's always funny. I don't know if this was the first quarter, or the third, or the second quarter, but Solo put up two. two <laughs> he put up two, two shots, two three pointers, and I think he airballed one and just missed the other one really badly. And then the tweet just went off. They tweets went off, and it was like, "Hey, man!" And somebody actually asked me. She was like, "Why are they playing Solo ahead of Jalen Johnson?" And again, I will say this again, and I'll say this probably in the next pod too, because I tend to get that question a lot. Coaches are going to play who they are comfortable with. For everything you have to say about Solomon Hill, he's a vet. That kind of stays in his lane, and you know exactly what you're going to get from him. He knows the game. And right now, even though he may not be as talented athletically as a Jalen Johnson, he knows the game of basketball. Period. You may not like it, but that is the case. Solomon Hill knows the game of basketball better than Jalen Johnson right now. Yes, you want the Rook to get in there. He's going to get it. Listen. Jalen is going to get his minutes, guys. He's going to get his time. He's going to get his opportunity, just not in the third game of his rookie season. It's just it doesn't work that way. He's just it, that's just not how it works. So, um, first quarter, I thought the Hawks, uh, they 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 kind of sputtered toward the end. Kind of sputtered toward the end. Second unit pretty much started the. Uh, Second half, second quarter, you had uh, JC get into foul trouble again for the second game in a row. But I will say this despite the foul trouble, John rebounded. Second half played much stronger. If you haven't seen by now, had the, the plays of the game, two monster dunks. I thought the roof was going to fall off State Farm Arena. Caught two crazy just alley oops tonight. And that's all anybody wanted to talk about after the game. I had a couple of the reporters ask John and ask and Trey. They're talking to Kevin. Everybody's talking, wanting to talk about the <laughs> the alley oop dunks, and for good reason. 
they were phenomenal. And I know it, 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 I know you've seen them by now. They were two monster dunks, two monster dunks. But the first half, John did get into some foul trouble. He got he picked up too early in the four. I mean, in the first quarter, and that's why he went to Solomon Hill. You know, uh, went to Solo Hill, come in for sub for John. And normally, Clint is the first sub, and they usually move John to the five. But they didn't do it like that tonight. They did it um, a little bit different. So Solo comes in, Cam Reddish comes in, Lou Will. Uh, that that second unit of Delon, uh, Lou Will, Solomon Hill, Cam Reddish, and Gorgie Dang. Uh, that first rotation was kind of a mixed bag. It was kind of a mixed bag, to be honest with you. But um, the second quarter, Trey Trey starts to do his thing. <laughs> he starts to do his thing, and your boy went off for eighteen points. In eight minutes and 44 seconds. <laughs> it was like, okay, first quarter, I'm going to try to get my guys involved. I'm going to try to do what I got to do. But the second quarter, um, he really he really started to assert himself. And as far as the floater game, floater game was moving tonight. The floater game was on tonight from Trey. And when he has that floater going, he is a hard player. He was a hard player to stop. He is a hard player to start uh, to stop. Uh, 18 points, three assists for Trey in that second quarter alone. So um, you're going into the half up 54 to 62, and Detroit is still sticking around. I mean, this team is very scrappy, very scrappy. And I've said that I said that over and over again, but they're very scrappy. And I'm going to tell you what, I was talking to my guy Malik. Shout out to my guy Malik from uh, Peachtree Hoops. Um, I was telling him, look, if this team gets Cade Cunningham back and Jeremy Grant, who another guy that who can do a lot of things well that they did not have, this is going to be a tough out. Like, and, and and I said they'll make some noise. I don't think they'll make playoff noise, but they'll make some noise. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna be, they're gonna upset some teams that you know they're not gonna really be expecting to. Oh man, we got Detroit. They're gonna run up on some of them teams. You still got Killian, uh, Killian Hayes, the city player is a ball player. Even Kelly Olnick, he's a vet. Listen, Kelly Olnick was eating, guys. Kelly Olnick was eating in that first quarter. I mean, that first half, he had 17 points. 17 points. I was like, yo, is this about to be the Kelly Olnick game? You know what I mean? Especially after um, your boy in Cleveland. <laughs> Ricky Rubio just did what he did. And you're like, okay, what do we have here? But um, the third quarter, I thought, was the quarter that the Hawks started to distance themselves from the Heat. I mean, not the Heat, from the Detroit Pistons. Um, Pistons were hanging tough. They were hanging tough. And uh, the Hawks were up as about as many as 15 at one point. Detroit cuts the lead down to seven. And then the Hawks go on a run where they hit back to back to back threes. Trey hits the lane. And the next thing you know, they go from up seven to up 16. Um, I believe who hit that first three. I think it was um, I think it was Cam and Bogey. And then Jane came down and hit a three. So it was like back to back to back. And then Trey comes down and uh Hits inside. I think it was a floater or gets the bucket. And next thing you know, Hawks are up by 16. And after that, it was pretty much a wrap. <laughs> it was pretty much a wrap. Like reality set in. 
in the fourth quarter was kind of just almost a formality. <laughs> it was almost a formality. So you're going into the fourth quarter up 95 to 79. And uh, now you're thinking, okay, you might get to see some of the some of the young guys. And the young guys, they got a little time. You know, Sharif, Jalen, Skyler, and TLC, all those guys, they got in for about three minutes uh, toward the end of the game. But um, fourth quarter, you didn't even play bogey. Uh, you played Clint about two minutes because, you know, he's still on the minutes restriction. So uh, the game was pretty much in tow uh, the fourth quarter. Of course, John was in long enough to have those monster dunks. Um, and it was just it was just business as usual. This was a game that the Hawks had. Well, now, I'm not going to say you had to have it. But this was a game that you're better than the Pistons. You should beat the Pistons. The Pistons are without their guy. They're without both of their guys. There's no excuse for you not to win this game. And they did what they had to do, period, point blank. And sometimes it's that easy. Sometimes it's that easy. And I thought Trey Young was really special tonight. Uh, finishing with 32 points and nine assists. Um, I thought he did a great job of just the flow and uh, only have two turnovers, and that's big. That is big. That shows me that he is starting to understand game flow. He is starting to understand how to pick his spots, when to turn it on, when to turn it off. And that's what separates the good players from the great players. And tonight, one one team had Trey Young, and the other team didn't. And that was pretty much the difference in the game. Um, shout out. And um, I'm going to read um, who you guys thought your player of the game was in the next segment. But and I know a lot of people are talking about John Collins for, you know, the two dunks. But I just got to say this. Salute to John Collins tonight. And I'm going to say it not just because of the dunks, but because the first half he could have easily hung his head. Once he got into the foul trouble, oh, man, I got these foul troubles again. He picked up that third in the second quarter, and it could have been bad for him. Didn't didn't hang his head, stuck to it, finished the game very efficiently, 9 of 14, 22 points, 7 boards, which still had a block shot. I thought he played really good defensively still. Um, Clint is is obviously the anchor on that defensive squad, but... um, Kudos to John, man. Like, I mean, it, it could have gone bad, but he ended up with 22, 22 and 7. And salute to that man, man. 9 of 14 shooting. And um, I thought Cam Reddish had another good game, 17 points. He didn't shoot the ball as well as he did um, the first two games. But it was just after the game, Kevin Herter said, this was just a really totally total team win. And I echo those sentiments, man. I, I think that is right. You, I look down, down the stat sheet, and I see everybody uh, contributed. Um, Bogey hit some crucial shots. You know, he finished with 14. Kevin Herter with 14. Um, Gorgie Jang, 16. Uh, he, he was a plus 16. Six points, 12 boards. I thought Gorgie played a really good game, man. He had some really nice passes. He hit that three. And, uh, you know, he cleaning the boards. He, he leading the team and rebounding tonight. 12 rebounds. Total team win for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, not much bad that you can say about this team when it's all said and done. Shooting 51% from the field and 37% from three tonight. Um, 
you just played a really good game tonight, man. Like, you know, you, you put this one in your pocket and you keep on moving. You put this one in your pocket and you keep on moving. So we are going to take a quick break. We're going to head into the third segment. But here is a word from one of our partners. Make sure you check them out at thehawksbeat.com on the website. You can get to their website from our banners. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, Episode 8, Season 8. I'm your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness, the official chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, go see our guy, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hawksweet special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hawksbeat sent you. That's Dow Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehawksbeat.com or call Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Visit Dow Family Wellness. Tell them the Hawks Beat Center. All right, folks, we are back. Third and final segment. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number eight. I'm your host, E-Dub. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Talking about a Hawks win over the Detroit Pistons. Third segment is a segment where we hear from the fans, hear from you guys. Uh, take a look at some of the quotes from Nate and some of the guys after the game and uh, look a little forward to the rest of the week to see uh, what the Hawks have coming up. Uh, Nate McMillan, after the game, said, uh, <laughs> talking about John Collins, he said, look, I'm amazed, too. Uh, he he joked that some of the passes that he that he, that, you know, John has finished we're kind of like, yo, who are you throwing that to? And then all of a sudden, John comes out of nowhere and catches the lob. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Nate having a, have kind of a, uh, you know, having kind of fun with that. Um, a lot of questions about uh, John. I mean, John Collins and the dunks he had tonight. And um, I thought it was a bit much, to be honest with you. I mean, but folks like the dunks, and I get it. But you know, it's just you know, kind of not my style. It's whatever. But you know, I'm not hating, but. Um, Nate also talked about Lou Will. Lou Will played tonight. Uh, he said, at times, I'll, I'll switch the rotation. Uh, he said, and go with Lou as the backup point guard to Trey. He said, because um, Lou, he said, he, he, he feels that Lou settles us down. And I like the place we play. He li- I like the pace that we play at when he's out there playing. So, um, you know, giving a little shout out to Lou Will tonight. Lou Will played. Uh, he played 17 minutes tonight, nine points off the bench. I thought he was steady. You know, I thought Lou was steady tonight. And I, I see what he's talking about, you know. So that, that backup point guard, you know, I think more, more times than not, it's going to be DeLon Wright. But Lou Will does have the uh, ability to run that point. And, uh, you know, so, again, that speaks a little bit to the Hawks in their depth, you know. After the game, after the game, they talked to, they asked Trey about – like what what goes on in your mind when you see John and he does these you know catches these lobs and stuff and um and he was just saying like John like what he does is a skill it's not like he just not up there like catching and just like 
it is actually an art to that. Like if 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 it was easy, then everybody would do it, right? Like if it was easy, everybody would do it. But like everybody doesn't do it because it's not easy. So you know, salute to John and, and those you know crazy plays that that he's able to pull off and the athleticism. And I thought it was just dope how Trey like gave him credit as like, yo man, like it's not just uh, you know as easy as just catching the ball and put it up there. And, and somebody asked John after the game, like, what are you thinking, like? when you're able to get that stuff. And the quote here is this. He's like, I'm obviously analyzing the ball. He was like, how high it is, where it's at, where I have to jump to. Do I have to jump around somebody or have to, uh, he was like that time. He was like, I knew Kevin just placed it perfectly to where I was in stride. I could jump and get it. He's like, I feel like, uh, Kev's been playing with me long enough to have that chemistry to where he just understands how and when to throw it and make the magic happen, you know? And so, I mean, that, that's a credit to, you know, those guys playing together and keeping these guys together. And uh, it, it was just dope to see John get the big play off. But it's a good win for the Hawks. And let's go to our fan feedback. So if you're new here, if you're new here, and hopefully uh, if you're new, you're, you'll stay here. But uh, one of the questions that I asked after the game on our Twitter, and again, if you're not on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. I said after the game, I usually ask, what are your takeaways? I say, Hawks fans, what are your takeaways or our thoughts about tonight's victory? And uh, who was your player of the game? So who checked in with us tonight? We'll read some of these um, <clears throat> from our Twitter timeline. Mitch Pump uh, 69420. He said, nice to see the guys rebound after a disappointing loss and clobber a bad team. <laughs> Thanks for checking us out, Mitch. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Joshua Fletcher. He said, John's dunks. Not John himself, but the dunks. And he's like, he's joking. He said, only people getting paid in weirdos like me could watch that first half. Listen, the first half was bad basketball. <laughs> it was a, it was some bad basketball, but we got through it as a family. <laughs> we got through it as a family. Um, as far as player to game, Mustang Marriage on Twitter said, I'm partial to JC. Again, JC had a good game despite the foul, uh, despite the fouls, you know. Um, Trevor underscore Previtt. Uh, he said, JC is a menace to the rim. Ball movement was a work of art, but they have got to cut down on the turnovers. I think everybody would agree on that. And uh, listen, game three, still a work in progress. And um, let's see, let's let's get a couple more in here. E. Scott, 1028 on Twitter said, team defense, balance scoring, and Trey being Trey, great Hawks basketball and finally, our guy, Dewan Goodwin, says, I think I'm about to purchase a ticket package for the fam. Need to support the home team. That's what's up. Thank you guys so much for checking us uh, and uh, giving us some fan feedback. We love when you guys feed, uh, um, head us up on after the games, and we love reading um, your thoughts on the Hawks after the game. So, um my general takeaways from the game is this. Again, uh, you had to have this game because it's a, it's a game you're supposed to win. Win the games you're supposed to win, especially these home games. You want to you want to build up these home wins as many as possible because on the road, anything can happen. 
You want to stack these home wins as 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 many as you can. Uh, if you stack up all these home wins and maybe go 500 on the road, you're going to be in really, really good shape. So um, where do the Hawks go from here? Glad you asked. So let's look at the calendar for the rest of the week. So uh, tonight they had Detroit at home. On Wednesday, they will take on the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I believe that's going to be the New Orleans Pelicans without Zion. I don't know. I have to look at the injury report, but um, I'll keep you guys updated on that. So you have the Pelicans in New Orleans on Wednesday. On Thursday, you have your first back-to-back of the year. Uh, You're going to be taking on the Washington Wizards in Washington uh, in the Capital One Arena. Then you're back home this Saturday for a game against the Philadelphia 76ers. And that is how you're going to end your week. That is one, two, three, four games in seven days. Um, That's a lot. But, I mean, that's that's NBA basketball, man. That is NBA basketball. So, I'm sure the 76ers game. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. That 76ers game is going to be in Philly. So, you're going to have three road games uh, you're going to be back on Monday, next Monday, against the Wizards. So you're going to go on the road, three-game road trip against New Orleans, Washington, and Philly. That is what is uh, 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 in store for the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, our player of the game tonight is, um, we'll give it to John. We're going to give the player of the game tonight to John. And uh, just for him being resilient, playing through those fouls, coming up with two great um, highlight plays, and uh, no disrespect to Trey. You know, I think with Trey doesn't play, you don't win this game. But uh, we're just gonna give it to John tonight. Trey's gonna get a ton of player of the game, so we're gonna try to spread the love a little bit. <laughs> As usual, guys, thank you for checking out the Hawksbeat podcast. Make sure you swing by that Apple Apple Podcast and uh, hit that five stars. Let us know what you love about the show, how we can improve. And uh, we love to read your feedback. So thank you again for checking us out. We will see you next podcast. And like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.